Welcome to everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys Podcast. I am your host, Evan Newberger. With me, as always, we've got Adam Sidek and Robbie Larson, ready to bring you another week's action of NFL bets. Guys, how we doing? Doing, doing all right. Uh, you know, this this looks like, at least to me, this is looks like a tough slate this week. Um, hopefully, we can get through it. You know, um, yeah, only but. four home favorites. I'm seeing. Five, that's that's not a that's, lot. That's still not a lot. No, that's uh, yeah. First bye weeks, uh, we're getting into the the dog days of the season. The grind of the schedule yep. for sure. Yep, a lot of injuries. Yep, uh, another uh, another good week last week. Uh, we'll we'll dive in. We'll we'll break down all that uh, we had to offer before we get into our week six picks here. So uh, to recap, first we'll start with our lead pipe locks. Uh, Adam kicking it off uh, with. This Sunday night game, Bills money line. You know we're we're just we're just living here in Allentown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they Bills down. I I I, told, I said take an alt line. Bills minus seven. Uh, yeah, that game was not close. No, just complete domination by the Bills. Um, yeah, they're they're better on both sides of the ball easily. Yeah. Chiefs Chiefs got to watch out. They're they're starting to slip. You know we've seen this from Super Bowl losers over the past decade and. Then, didn't think it would happen this year, but it, it might be. It might be. Yep, for sure. Uh, Robbie, Panthers, minus three and a half. So I missed. That was looking good for a little bit, and then Eagles came flying back. Jeez. Uh, I, I'm kind of kind of upset with the Panthers at this one. It, they they should have had this one down. Yeah, I, I consider this uh, kind of a half lock for me as well because I was so strongly... Uh, on board with you here, and I lost a good good little bit of money on that. So, yeah, that was a tough one for sure. Uh, and then finally, I had Saints team over 44-and-a-half. That was an easy one. Uh, when that Hail Mary hit at halftime, it was like, all right, thank you. <laughs> Sometimes it's just it's just your week. But uh, So, yeah, two out of three. Uh, try to get uh, all three of them here this week. Uh, our podcast parlay, we had Panthers minus three-and-a-half, so you know how that one went. So I missed. Packers minus three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we need to get the draw one out here. (laughs) And uh, Bill's uh, money line. So kind of split it, but then when you add in the the bet on the parlay itself, wind up losing a little bit of money. But, uh, you know, we're going to hit one of these uh, parlays one of these weeks, so we'll we'll stay at it. And then uh, our consensus eliminator for the week we had the Patriots, which hit, so we are still alive. That one, uh, that was barely. Yeah, that was a close one. Yeah. It's getting really scared really early on. Yeah. Te- Texans came out hot. That they did. Um, so, yeah, guys, that's uh, that's going to do it. Let's check in real quick just on our, our season records because we're all doing really well here. We're kind of all in the ballpark of each other. Uh, Robbie, total uh, against the spread, you're 44-35-1. and one. So nice job right, there, right. Adam. Forty-two, thirty-seven in one, nice. And then I'm forty-three, thirty-six in one. So we're all we're all well above five hundred here, uh, all doing very well. Uh, and then you know, the just biggest reversal of fortune I've seen in in some time are over under figures. Um, Robbie, twelve and eight. Uh, I'm fifteen and seven. I, I save I saved the cake for last here, Adam. Nineteen and seven. My Ooh. goodness. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the over unders. I us as a group, we got a really good feel for how these games are going to play out and sort of narratives. But yeah, tail us on the uh, over unders. We've been we've been dynamite this year. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, before we get into our week six picks here, uh, got to hear from our sponsor this week. It's Life Maylock. Uh, guys, if you're having trouble with internet security. Uh, people reading your emails, stuff you don't want to get out there that's you know getting seen by the public. Make sure you turn to Life Maylock, uh, able to lock down your passwords and uh, you know make sure that uh, none of that unwanted information uh, gets out into the dark web. You know, there's just a lot of stuff out there that you just don't want the public to see. Yeah, a lot know? of people trying to raid your information. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's 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 nice to have some Life Maylock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know. There's just there's just lots of pirates out there, uh, just looking to looking to get at your information, whether it's uh, you know emails you don't want getting out, or uh, you know maybe your your personal information, or 
some takes you've had in the past, but in life, Maylock, it's not just you know it doesn't protect you now. It it goes back in the past and protects you. Even ten years ago, twenty years ago, who who knows? You know, they're there to protect you, um, past, present, and future. There's people out there searching hundreds of thousands of emails, waiting to just get you. Uh, so don't don't uh, don't don't hesitate, and make sure that uh, you know you're not a victim of the next uh, email scrub. Make sure you get Life Maylock today. All right, guys. With that, let's get into our week six picks. Um, guys, we've got a a good Thursday night game here. Um, one that I'm very excited about. It's uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, this game is in Philadelphia where the spread is, uh, the Eagles are six and a half point underdogs, and the over-under in this one is 52 and a half. Uh, guys, I'll, I'll kick it off here. Um, I think this is this is the juiciest uh, game of the week in terms of uh, stuff I like for this game. I really like the Bucks minus six and a half here, and I'm going to lock it up. But it's a lock! No! I, I was surprised to see this line as uh, as low as it was uh, in favor of the Bucks. I think maybe that's going to have something to do with uh, some of the injuries in the secondary that the Bucks have had. But I think uh, some of the recent success you saw from the Eagles might be a little smoke and mirrors. I mean, we know that the Eagles can can move the ball a little bit offensively, but you know the Buccaneers are just a different class of team, and I, I'm expecting an outcome much more similar to what we saw when the Eagles faced a far superior Dallas Cowboys team and they got the floor wiped with them. Uh, I expect the Buccaneers to come in here and just dominate for 60 minutes. I think they should be able to cover this six and a half easily, even with the uh, issues that they're having in the secondary. Um, Tom Brady is going to throw for well over 300 yards in this one, uh, multiple touchdowns. Eagles defense can't stop anybody. I expect a big game out of everybody on this Tampa Bay offense. Uh, and I think Jalen Hurts will be running for his life uh, from this front seven of the Buccaneers. I think they're going to be able to get after him. And, uh, you know, it should should be interesting. But, you know, we know this Eagles team can put up some garbage point, uh, garbage time points. So I also like the over in this one. But uh, I'll turn it over to you guys. Uh, Adam, what do you think on this? I'm with you on both these, um, the over and the Bucks. Um you said it all. I, I think, but the Bucks secondary um, has been pretty vulnerable this year too. So I, I, I definitely think the Eagles are going to be able to put up points. But um, this could be just a game of you know trading touchdowns and Bucks get out to a big lead. Eagles come back, but I, I think that over under line of fifty two and a half is uh, a little too low. Uh, so I love the over, and I just think at the end of the day the Bucks are superior. Hertz is going to make a couple mistakes that. Tom Brady isn't, and um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you with the Bucks here minus six and a half, or getting six and a half on the road. That's definitely not too much for me to fade them. Yeah, this is surprising because I think it's the uh, first time maybe all three of us have both liked the same spread and over under here. I'm I'm right with you guys. I love the Bucks here, love the over here. I know we got uh, just that. In, you guys said a lot of what I was thinking, um, kind of adding on, you know, Lane Johnson's already ruled out for the Eagles. That's a huge loss for their line, um, which, you know, helps the Bucks in this case. But um, also Bucks side, you know, they got some, they yeah. got a banged up defense. You know, Levante David is going to be out and uh, along with uh, Antoine Winfield, who, you know, you know, that secondary is already beat up, as yeah. you said, you he know, it's even worse. So it's, yeah. um, it, it just seems like a free for all and both these defense has just been so bad in the red zone and these offenses on both sides I mean granted Eagles don't get down there as much but the Bucks and Eagles have been pretty efficient in the red zone so I'm, I'm expecting a lot of touchdowns going on the board here you know I love the Bucks love you over here yeah another plus for the Bucks Dallas Goddard's out with COVID so yep you know another thing here uh in terms of the over is typically these Thursday night games they favor the offensive teams just because it's it's much harder for these defensive teams to recover uh, with the bumps and bruises and uh, you know the defensive side of the ball tends to take a little bit more of the brunt of that and uh, yeah I, I mean you know these guys it's just harder on the defensive side of the ball to recover on uh, such short notice so typically uh, you just see the defensive side of the ball maybe play just a half step slower than they normally would uh, just because they're still dealing with uh, a little bit of soreness but um, yeah love the over in this one love the bucks Okay, next game up, guys, we've got the Miami Dolphins taking on the Jaguars in Jacksonville. 
big Florida matchup. Uh, Jags are three-point underdogs at home here uh, with the over-under set at 47.5. Robbie, why don't you start this one off? Yeah, uh, I mean, I I guess you could consider this a home game for Jaguars. You know, this is going to be in London, good old uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And, you know, Jaguars, they're used to this. Uh, Dolphins actually have played quite a bit in London as well. Um, So they're pretty used to it as well. Um, But, you know, I'm going to have to, as as far as the spread goes, I'm kind of leaning the Jaguars. I think they've shown a lot of fight um, these last couple weeks, uh, especially on the offensive side. And both these, and, you know, Dolphins, uh, they they kind of struggled last week against the Bucks, but that offense didn't look too bad. They're going to get Tua back um, from his rib injury. Uh, he's going to make the trip. Um, he's, from what I've heard, he's expected to play. Um, so I, I'm expecting this to be a little competitive. Um, you know, this one, uh, I was definitely, this 47 and a half, I was definitely thinking over. So, you know, I kind of was intrigued and uh, kind of wanted to see what uh, over-unders have looked like uh, for the past couple years for teams playing in London you know I want to see if um, maybe there's some sort of edge on the over the under and looking back you know there's 18 games uh over hit nine games under hit nine so um it wasn't really a whole lot but what I did notice is that the dip difference from whatever the over under line was set at was pretty significant like a lot of these games um were um, going at least a touchdown or double digits more or less than what the original line was at. Um, so I looked into it for these 18 games, uh, you know, 13 of them, um, the total ended up being um, at least seven points uh, greater than or less than whatever the over-under was set at. And 11 out of 18 of these games were at least 10 points either greater or less than. So you know, kind of talked with our production manager here make sure they allowed it, but I'm doing a little unorthodox um, lock of the week right here. And this one um, is going to be um, two alt lines combined. Play both, you know, split your bet, bet in half, but take an alt line of Dolphins, Jags over 56 and a half. That one's going to pay out plus 295 or, and also take the, um, uh, under 37 and a half, which would pay out plus 300. And, you know, that, that's going to give you approximately even odds when you when it's all said and done, um, you know. So, for example, you know, you throw 100 bucks on each of the lines, um, you know, 100 on the over, 100 on the under. Say the under hits plus 300, you know, you get 300 back, but you got to, um, you lose the over, so that's minus. So your net plus 200 bucks. And you know you put two, invested two hundred bucks, so that's about even odds. So I think that's a pretty fair for the lock of the week right here. And you know, so if you're feeling like a little, little spicier lock of the week this week, I uh, hope hope you'll join me on this one. But it's a lock. No. Yeah, this is uh, it's hard to know what happens in these um these international games but Robbie when you when you dig into the data there it gives us a good good idea what the trends are and I, I like that um for this game uh, I'm, I'm gonna take the Jags for a lot of the mention uh, reasons you just you guys just mentioned I'm, I'm probably gonna stay off this game I, I think the biggest wild card in this game is gonna be Tua um looks like he's probably gonna play you know we haven't seen this offense at 100% yet and you know i this this was a team preseason that had some had some promise so um as much as i think the jags are up and coming I, a healthy dolphins team i think probably beats them by more than 3 um but having said that we don't we don't really know what to expect from Tua and um still might be a little rusty getting back so i'm i'm going to take the jags here but don't feel great yeah uh you know i'm with you guys here uh I, I like the Jags this week as well. I just think, um, you know, this Dolphins team, like you said, just too many injuries. Um, and the fact that they're still uh, getting points even on the road here in this one. Um, granted, it's not the biggest road test in the world against Jacksonville, um, and it's not a far trip. Still just seems a little fishy to me. I, I expect a closer game here. Jags got to figure it out eventually and, and start uh, covering some of these spreads and, and uh, you know, making, making Vegas think twice about uh 
dogging them basically every week. So I'll, I'll take the Jags here plus the three, kind of more on a hunch. Okay, next game up, guys. We've got the uh, Houston Texans heading into Indianapolis for a divisional clash against the Colts. Uh, Colts are eight and a half point favorites at home here, with the over under set at forty two and a half. Um, guys, I like the Colts in this one to cover the eight and a half. Uh, um, tough, tough loss uh, against the Ravens this last week. Uh, blew uh, a pretty big uh, lead there, a uh, game that they thought they had. But, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, they just uh, they couldn't hold that lead. But they're going to be going up against a much softer opponent this week uh, in the Houston Texans. And, uh, you know, there was still a lot to like. I mean, they're, they're able to move the ball with Carson Wentz. They're doing some good things out there. And, uh, you know, we saw that this Colts defense can force turnovers. They've got a good team uh, speed on the defensive end. And uh, I think against an easier opponent at home, uh, I think they bounce back in a big way here, like the Colts, uh, minus 8.5. Yeah, this is another game I don't really feel too great about. Originally, I, you know, when I, I, when I do the Eliminators, I go through beginning of the year, just ballpark teams, and I had the Colts. Locked in as my eliminator this week. I ended, I ended up changing that. I, I I still think this Colts team, you know, their, their division isn't the best. Uh, still have a lot to play for at this point. Uh, I just, I don't, I didn't like what I saw out of that defense. Um, the inability to uh, adapt or adjust last week. And, you know, they play in zone and they kept on getting burned and never really found a way to adjust or stop. And the Texans, <laughs> they, they, you know they played good last week. Uh, surprised me. Davis Mills looked pretty good, um, but in, in the end of the day, I'm probably going to lean the Colts here just based on you know they they were able to run the ball a decent amount, getting Jonathan Taylor involved in the pass game. Carson Wentz looked pretty good, um, so I'm, I'm betting that offense has enough to beat the Texans here on the road in a, in a must win game for them. But uh, I'm going to stay off this game as well. Yeah, I'm going to stay off this game as well too. I. Actually, I've been flip-flopping between the Colts and Texans. I think I'm going to land on the Texans here. That just seems like too many points for a divisional game. Colts, I, I kind of liked how they started off, but yeah, the, the, the Ravens just uh, were able to just take over. And, you know, that seems kind of demoralizing for the Colts, if you ask me. Um, I, I would want to expect that they'd be able to bounce back against this Texans team this week. But, you know, Mills looked actually pretty good good this past week maybe he's starting to get it together uh yeah and this Colts defense isn't really threatening to me at all that um you know I, I think they're gonna be just fine on offense for the Texans so I expect them to keep it close um you know there's uh I, I could see this going either way you know um yeah and he, you mentioned the eliminator pick you know this is probably what a lot of people are gonna have um Colts um I'll probably still lean with them just because, you know, this is probably the only chance you'll have to use the Colts. But, definitely. you know, this is definitely a tough week for the Eliminator, I will say. So if you guys think that uh, the Texans are going to be pretty gamey in this one, don't you think that over 42.5 has a really good chance of hitting? Um, like, if they're going to be competitive in this game, I just I think the Colts should be able to put up 24 in this one at least against that Texans defense, especially at home. And if you guys think the Texans are going to be good enough uh, to make it a game, I, I think the over has got a good shot here. Yeah, no, I I agree with you there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a really, good call out. Didn't yeah, really, I didn't really uh, think about that one. Yeah, didn't didn't really go over the 42.5 points, but, yeah, that's a pretty low number for, uh, you know, two teams that looked good on offense last week and showed not a lot of ability to stop on a defensive end. So, yeah, I agree with you there. Okay. All right, next game up, guys. Um you know, it's it's a tradition as old as time itself. It's the Packers, it's the Bears in Soldier Field. Bears are four and a half point underdogs at home in this one, with the over under set at forty four and a half. Um, Robbie, why don't you uh, lead us off here? Oh yeah, uh, um, you know the this is gonna be in Soldier Field. Bears get a little home field advantage. Um, you know. Not sure exactly what to say about this game, you know. Uh, surprisingly, I don't think I have a great read on it altogether. You know, Packers that offense hasn't been looking as good as I thought they have been um, this year, and the Bears, you know, um, 
they're the Bears. You know, they they play tough defense. I think they're going to be tough at home. But, you know, I, I think this four and a half points is a good line. I think the Packers, you know, they just normally dominate the Bears. And I don't see this Bears team as being something special to um, go up against Rodgers this year. Um, but so I, I'm going to side with the Packers here. But I, honestly, I, I don't have a great read on this game at all. Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers as well here. I just think uh, that four and a half points is a little bit generous. Um, you know, I, I think in the Bears' favor, I, I I don't know. What have the Bears really shown offensively uh, to show that they are going to be able to keep up with this Packers team? I mean, that's saying that, to me, you know, if this is, if this is a four and a half point spread, that's saying that the Bears are going to be able to keep uh, this Packers team to 20 or less. I don't know. Rodgers gets up for these games, you know, as much as I hate to say it. He, he loves, you know, beating the Bears. Um, I, I, it'll be tough. I mean, the Bears could play a great defensive game and still give up 27 points. Uh, that's just kind of the way it goes uh, with Aaron Rodgers. You can do all you can and uh, it can be tough. Uh, you know, the only way the Bears are going to be able to, I think, cover this spread is if they're able to run the ball effectively on this uh on this Packers defense, and I, I don't know. I just think that they're going to have a tough time with that. So I like the Packers minus four and a half here. Um, I think the Bears will get humbled a little bit after, uh, you know, a couple nice wins in a row. Uh, not the end of the world for them, but, uh, you know, Packers are a different kind of test. Yeah, man, I'm going to take the Bears here. Um, you know, Packers, or I'm start off talking about the Packers. They, they're two road games this well, minus the week one road game. That was sort of not a road game against the Saints in, in Jacksonville. They, the other two road games against Cincinnati and against 49ers, it took a game-winning field goal to win those games. I think those teams are pretty similar to the Bears' skill level. Um, and then just going off of what – I mean, last week the Bears were very impressive, especially on the defensive end. Um, I think, you know, first time uh, Packers versus the Sean Desai's defense, this, this defense has gotten better almost every week. Um, they, they seem to be figuring it out, especially on the back end. And and you mentioned the Bears not maybe not being able to run the ball. I thought Khalil Herbert was very impressive um, as a rookie running back, filling in for David Montgomery. Um, it maybe gives them a little one-two punch with Damian Williams. Um, but yeah, I think the Bears. I I don't think they're going to win this game, but four and a half points for an interdivision home team that you know has looked pretty impressive in two out of three games. I'm 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 going to take the points, and I feel pretty good about it. All right. Uh, yeah, should be a good game. We'll see. Uh, looking forward to it because uh, this, as a Bears fan, I mean, Bears come out and, and kind of make a big statement here in this game. They'll turn some heads, so uh, looking forward to it. All right, uh, next game up, guys. We've got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs taking on that Washington football team in our nation's capital where the team are seven-point underdogs at home. Uh, over-under in this one is at 55 and a half. Uh, you might have guessed that that's our highest over-under of the week. Um, Robbie, I'm going to turn it over to you. What are your thoughts on this one? We, we kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier how Chiefs have just not been looking good. And uh, statistically speaking, uh, Chiefs have been the worst defense um, so, so far this year. And, you know, it, Looking at this Washington team going into the year, we we thought they would be a top five unit, you know, at least top ten. But they're they're in the bottom too. Um, what so when I look at this game, you know, I know that fifty five and a half is a tall order. That's a big number, but I I don't I don't have any uh, ill confidence in either of these sides in being able to put up points against the opposing defenses. Uh, both these offenses can move the ball. Um, they do just absolutely fine with it. And, you know, <laughs> the, I, I think this is going to just be a shootout right here. Um, I'm, I'm take, taking the over in this one. I, I like the over in this one. Um, but when it's all said and done, I think the Chiefs are going to be able to pull away here. Um, they, they're the stronger team. Uh, they, they got the better offense. You know, I, I'm going to trust Pat Mahone in here, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna touch the spread in this one because I can see the team keeping it relatively close in a shootout yeah i'm i'm leaning team here but uh i just don't think this is a game i can bet i um you know that over under of uh 55 and a half you know i i know you're feeling good about that robbie i i just don't know um 
I, I could see it going over, but it also, I, I just got a funny feeling that this, you know, could be a zag game. Um, I, I just think this is a game I'll stay away from. But uh, team getting seven points at home against a Chiefs team that is looking anything uh, but like world beaters. Uh, I'll take the points here all day with the home team, plus seven. Yeah, for this one, uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Um, I actually uh, got them at minus six and a half. I feel a lot better about that than minus seven. Um, but yeah, I mean, this year so far, the Chiefs have struggled against really good teams and have sort of done a good job of taking care of business against teams that they're better than. Um, I think I, I expect that to be the case here. Um, they're they're better. They're much better than the team. And you know, look, it's they're they're at the bottom of the AFC West right now, and they got to start winning some of these games. I think they come out and um, you know put up a number on this defense. It's been extremely vulnerable in the past game. I think Mahomes just balls out. Um, probably going to stay off the line at fifty five and a half. It's a little too high, um, but. Uh, I feel pretty good about the Chiefs here. The team team has not shown a lot of ability to. Well, Heineke's a little turnover prone, and you know, last year they were a run first team, and you know, this year I, I don't know what why they're going away from it. Antonio Gibson's been pretty good, but they don't seem to be sticking to it. Um, probably because their defense is so bad that they can't run the ball. But either or, I'm, I'm gonna take the Chiefs here. All right, yeah, should be a good game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're calling for a lot of points. We'll see. Uh, next game up, uh, we've got the Chargers taking on the Ravens in Baltimore. Ravens are three-point favorites after that uh, great come-from-behind win on Monday Night Football against the Colts. Uh, Over-under in this one is at 52. Adam, we're going to keep it with you. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? i got a strong take on this one. I'm going to go uh, Chargers, and I'm going to take them money line. But it's a lock! No! Uh, this is this is more of a gut feel. I, I just I've loved what I've seen out of the Chargers the last you know four weeks or so. They just you know I know last week defensively they didn't look too good. Um, sort of got in a shootout with the Browns, but man, that offense looks just unstoppable. Um, you know, at just every level. You know, Mike Williams deep, Keenan Allen short, intermediate. Austin Eckler's looking like one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, they got a lot of depth. Uh, O-line's looking good. Rashawn Slater, uh, rookie tackles, dominating. Uh, I mean, I'm not worried about the Chargers' offense whatsoever against this Ravens' defense. It's been pretty unimpressive. And when you look at the other side of this game, the, Ra the Ravens, um, you know, <laughs> Lamar put on an absolute show uh, in front of the whole whole nation on Monday night. Uh, <laughs> they're going to be pretty gassed as a team. Uh, short turnaround. You know, I, I just don't know how many times they can – you know, pull pull this rabbit out of their hat last second against some of these, you know, some of these big games. I, I know they lost to the Raiders week one, but that was a that was a barn burner. Uh, same thing the next week against the Chiefs, ended up pulling that one out, and then last week with the Colts. Uh, one of these one of these games, you know, teams is just going to show up and be a little bit better than them. And I do think that the Chargers are a better football team than the Ravens at this point, and. For them to be three-point dogs. Um, Much healthier, too. Yeah, and, and Ravens on a short week, an unhealthy team. Just every, everything's screaming Chargers here, and so I'm going to lay, lay a money line and feel great about it. Yeah, um, I, I like the Chargers here as well. Um, you know, we talked about it. Adam, you hit some great points there. The short turnaround, the injuries, uh, you know, the, the run of form that the Chargers have been on right now is, uh, you know, just just uh remarkable i mean they're they're beating good teams too and they're looking good too in it um you know the only thing that scares you is just the lamar magic um frankly lamar is capable of being a one-man show and and personally saving his team uh week in and week out I and mean, you know he just did it on monday night football they had no business winning that game and and uh you know he put the team on his back and um you know this chargers team though they play well on the road. Uh, they have for a couple of years now, and um, there's they just got a lot of talent. Uh, too many offensive weapons, and I just think this uh, rundown injured Ravens defense is going to have a little bit of a tough time with it. And uh, I, I think they're going to have a hard time uh, covering this spread. And I I agree with you guys. I I'm taking the three points uh, for a little added security, but I feel really good about the Chargers this week uh, as well. Um, I think that, you know, in all likelihood, they should be able to win this game. I'm right there with you guys. Uh, I, I do think the Chargers are going to win this one. Uh, 
you guys said, said a lot of the points that I'm thinking of. Uh, Chargers, you know, they had a new coaching staff coming in this season, and, you know, offensively, they may have started a little shaky, but now it seems like they're really getting it last couple weeks. Uh, they're looking really good, fine two machine on offense, and, you know, I, I love what they're doing right there. Um, you know, it's a long way from home and ball, going to Baltimore, but, you know, I think the Chargers are going to be able to do it here. You know, I, I think they'll pull off the win. You talk about new coaching staff. Brandon Staley right now. Uh, he's a player's coach with how much he's trusting the guys out there going forward on fourth and seven. Uh, this last past week, we talked about it the week before how aggressive he is, especially on fourth down. I think that's refreshing and it's showing because uh, this Chargers team is gelling. It should be uh, it should be a good game though. I mean, this is definitely one of the marquee matchups of the weekend. Yep. So. Uh, you know, this is uh, hopefully this is like a Nance Romo <laughs> One of uh, national game of the week, that too. We're, we're able to watch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, next game up, uh, we've got uh, the Cincinnati Bengals heading into Detroit to take on the Lions. Uh, yeah, Lions are three and a half point dogs in this one, uh, with the over under set at forty eight. You know, uh, Coach Campbell, he's he's asking his team to bite kneecaps he's shedding tears in post-game press conferences i mean this guy is is all lions all day and um you know god damn it i'm in i'm, I'm buying it <laughs> he's he's motivated me um I, I like the lions here three and a half this uh week i i just think this is the week they get it right uh this bengals team uh, not exactly world beaters um uh, i i think that they're uh going to be able to show up at home and if they don't win they should be, at least be able to cover the spread you know, for every game that the Lions have lost, uh, they've they've been in it. They've had a fighting chance. Uh, you know, they really haven't gotten their ass kicked yet. And um, I I think that uh, this they've got as good a shot as any it went in this game. Uh, you know, Goff Goff has looked decent moving the ball up and down the field. Uh, just just a couple tough losses for them. So uh, I I think this is the week they finally break through. Oh, I. Yeah, this is a game I, I've been flip-flopping in. Uh, you know, that three-and-a-half I think is a good line. I, I Man, you know, Bengals, hit, their their defense has been surprisingly good so far this year. Um, you know, they haven't been noticeably, like, great to say the Buffalo Bills or other teams, but, you know, they, they've actually been a lot better than what I was really expecting them to be. And if, if this offense uh, starts starts clicking a little bit, you know, that they could, they could run it up on lines, but yeah, I, just something about it. You know what you're saying, Evan, just makes me think that the lions are going to keep it close. Maybe keep it within three. Um, you know, for all that I'm seeing, you know, Bengals should on paper be win by at least four points here, but I'm not entirely sure about it, but I, I'll still side with the Bengals. Yeah. This was the, the hardest line. For me picking the entire week uh, I think it's a pretty good line um, in the end I, I just you know we, we talk about it sort of the home team in general gets around three points and to say that the Bengals are six and a half point better team than the Lions I, th- I think at this point it's a little bit of a reach um, my only concern here is that the Bengals Robbie you mentioned the Bengals defense has been pretty good but especially against the run and that's where you know Lions like to do, make their business but you know, I, I've been in, really impressed with Jared Goff this year. And, you know, he has not had a lot to work with on offense, and he's making it work with, you know, Amon, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Quintus Cephas. Everybody loves uh, Khalif Raymond. <laughs> um, you know, he, he's got a band of, you know, ancillary characters, and he's making it work, and he's somehow putting up, like, 300 yards a game. So I, I'm going to take the Lions here at home. It, they have not lost – these games because they have not tried it's they've gotten a couple pretty brutal losses and i you know they might have a brutal loss here but i'll take the three and a half points yeah i think uh i think this is going to be a tight matchup uh <laughs> maybe unfortunately for the lions yet again uh, they should be in for another close game so hopefully their hearts can take it uh next game up guys we've got the la rams heading in new york to take on the giants uh giants are just ravaged with injuries and for that reason they are 10 and a half point underdogs at home uh daniel jones not expected to play in this one and uh, no saquon barkley as well over under in this one set at 47 and a half uh robbie what do you think oh man this you know 
This is a tough one for me. Uh, you know, this is one, again, that by all means the Rams should be able to take it to the Giants. I mean, you look at it, um, Giants are hurting a little bit. Well, the Rams, um, you know, they're, they're looking pretty good in general. Um, but something tells me that Mike Glennon's going to pull a little something at home and at least keep it within the single digits here. Um, I I don't like it, but I'm going to side with the Giants. Um, you know, they're, they're looking like their receivers are going to get back healthy, at least. Sterling Shepard and uh, Darius Slayton and, and uh, Kadarius Tony, who had a big game this past week. You know, it looks like they're all going to be they're on the right track to p- play. Um, so there's going to at least be some weapons there. But uh, overall, man, uh, this this is uh, this is a good line in my opinion. You know, this this is not a game I'm confident. Yeah. Boy, you got Robbie sticking your neck out for for Mike Glennon. Uh, that's that's always a risky proposition. I, I don't think I have a long enough neck to stick out for him. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna say normally, you know, I, I don't bet Giants do- big dogs here because Joe Judge, you know, he he likes to he likes to instill that fight and get them back in the game. But uh, you know, to- <laughs> uh, Tony took that to another level on the field last week. Started throwing punches on the field. Um, but I mean, in this game. I love the Rams here. Ten and a half points, not enough for me to stay off of them. Um, you know, the, even even if Saquon and Danny Dimes were healthy, I'd still take the Rams here. Uh, just too much. Um, this Giants team, you know, they they were very unimpressive in an interdivision game last week. Uh, sort of boiled over at the end of that game. Just inability to stop anything on offense. I think. Or on defense, I think they were supposed to be a pretty good run defense team, and they're just not. And I, I think the Rams exposed them here. And I, I think we get into a, a, a game plan. I think this goes sort of Rams get up to a big lead and they're able to run the ball and control the game script. Um, you know, maybe force a couple turnovers from the Giants. And uh, for that reason, I think my favorite bet of this game is the under 47 and a half. Um, just way too high for a team starting Mike Lennon, in my opinion. And uh, even if the Rams are a little rusty going across country on the road, uh, you know, I think that even plays into the under's favor here. So I, that's my favorite play of this game. Like like the Rams 10.5, but love the under 47.5. Yeah, uh, eloquently put, Adam. I, I won't beat the dead horse. I'm, my arguments are very similar to you. The only thing I'll add that's even more so in the uh, Rams' favor at this point is, uh, you know, they had the long layoff, a uh, long time to prepare for this game after their Thursday night. Uh, matchup last week um so you know they're well rested uh should be pretty healthy going into this game uh which you know unfortunately the Giants cannot say um and and yeah Adam I like your take on that under um not probably not as confident as you but um you know it would not surprise me at all if that hit but uh, I expect the Rams to be able to cover this uh this line easily I'm 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 liking the ten and a half Okay, guys, next up we've got the Vikings taking on the Panthers. Uh, Panthers are one-point underdogs at home in this one with uh, the over-under set at 46. Uh, Vikings are, uh, you know, kind of looking a little rough, uh, barely skated by with a win against Detroit, and then obviously a couple couple tough losses, uh, lost a tough game to the Browns uh, at home as well. Uh, Panthers also a uh, struggling team, losers of two straight uh, lost a game last week that they really shouldn't have to the Eagles, so uh, they're going to be looking to bounce back as well here. Uh, so it should be an interesting game. Uh, I set the table. Adam, what are your thoughts on this one? The Panthers, they, they sort of let us all down last week. Um, just, you know, it was probably the first bad game for uh, Sam Darnold. He didn't look great. Um, very inefficient with the ball. Um, wasn't able to run as much, and they weren't able to close out that game against a team they should have beat. Um, I think being at home this week, um, you know, it, Coach Rule said 50-50 chance uh, McCaffrey plays. I, I think he's a go. Um, I, I just think, it, you know, I've, I've sort of faded this Vikings team the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I'm not a believer in them. I, I just I just don't think that their offense is what it was the last, you know, four or five years, and I think their defense Although improving, um, still still not up to the par of what's like Panthers defense. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna take the Panthers here, being the one point uh, underdogs. Take a money line, um, get that little extra juice, and then um, as a side note, I'm gonna bet the under in this game. Um, 
you know, I've been on the under for the Vikings three straight weeks and it's hit three straight times. And that's my only reason. Right away. <laughs> that's right my only the way. I actually sort of like the over here. So I, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay off. <laughs> I was a big fan of the Dogecoin logic. There, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, some, sometimes it's got to end and, and you don't want to lose it then. So I'm just going to leave it at that streak. But <laughs> uh, I like the Panthers in this one as well. Uh, you know, like we said, kind of both teams looking to bounce back here, but uh, I'm going to take the Panthers at home. I think they're a well-coached team. Uh, you know, that Eagles game kind of surprised me, but uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey, as long as he can go, I, I really think that they should uh, they should be able to win this one here at home uh, and beat this Vikings team that I think is kind of searching for an identity. Uh, their defense. Uh, not exactly looking uh, looking great, and uh, Kirk Cousins is kind of struggling lately as well. So uh, a lot of soul searching going on in Minnesota. Zimmer might be on the hot seat. Uh, so interesting to see. Um, but uh, for me, you know, Panthers Panthers should be able to uh, should be able to get this done. I still like the way their defense is playing. Um, you know, couple couple turnovers killed them last week, but uh, you know, I think they bounce back and they get the W here uh, against the Vikings at home. Robbie, this this one, you know, I'm I'm kind of confused about the line. I, actually, you know, the Panthers plus one that implies them being four po- point dogs on neutral site. I I don't think so. I think these teams are pretty evenly matched uh, when you look at it. And so, you know, I I do like the Panthers to win this one. Um, you know, it was a heartbreaking one last week, but you know, I I think they'll bounce back, especially if they have McCaffrey and you know Vikings have been a little soft against the run. Um, I guess you could say the same against the Panthers' uh, defense. They've been a little soft against the run, too. So, you know, if there's any uh, – if it can convince you to the under, I mean, I'm not taking the under because I could see this being uh, just a back-and-forth kind of game, too, where both teams are fighting. I think both teams that really want to win this game. So I could see this being coming down real close, but I, I think the Panthers are going to have the edge here and, you know, I like them to win it. Yeah, Robbie, you make a good point. I don't know. The Viking, this line does not represent a Vikings team that probably should have lost at home to the, to the Lions. So yeah, I'm all in on the Panthers. Should, uh, should be an interesting game. Like you said, both teams, uh, with a lot to play for, uh, looking to bounce back. So, um, this might be the big Sean, uh, game of the week. Uh, all right. Next game up guys. We've got the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Browns are three point favorites at home after a tough loss against the chargers last week on the road, uh, over under in this one set at 48 and a half. Uh, I like the Browns this week guys. And really the deciding factor for me is, uh, Kyler Murray is uh, dealing with a right shoulder injury. And we saw what that, uh, did, to uh, this uh, this team a year ago, and um, you know I'm a little bit worried that uh, you know we could be kind of seeing a repeat where this Cardinals team just wasn't the same as soon as uh, you know Kyler Murray lost a little bit of zip on the fastball, and um, you know if he has to kind of favor uh, that shoulder and he and he's not as willing to uh, take off and run, I mean it it just kind of limits the options uh, you know for one of the league's most prolific players. So uh, you know Browns are already a good team get them at a spread of minus three you know still within reason uh you know they can still win a close game and cover here uh you know i'll, I'll take the browns i expect the defense to play well uh i am gonna take the under in this game as well just kind of for a lot of similar reasons i've already laid out um you know this browns defense one of the best in the league i know uh you know they ran up against the chargers juggernaut last week uh but you know i'd chalk that up to just uh, how good that Chargers offense is, and I wouldn't take too much away from that. Still really like this Browns defense. Uh, returning home after uh, a couple games on the road, I think they respond in a big way. Uh, and like I said, you know that Kyler shoulder injury has me uh, a little bit concerned about uh, Cardinals' ability to put up points here. Maybe they lean on the run a little bit more, uh, kill some more clock. So I think that over at 48.5 is going to have a tough time hitting. So give me the under. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to side with the Browns in this one, too. Uh, you know, a lot with, yeah, the Kyler Murray shoulder injury. Uh, it, it, we saw it last year. He wasn't quite the same when he injured his shoulder. Um, he, he was so electric before, and then afterwards it just kind of sputtered the offense a little bit. But, um, you know, kind of to a different point, both these defenses have been playing really well this year. Uh, Cardinals defense definitely 
overachieving right now. Um, that defense is looking very good. Um, and, and Browns, you know, obviously you mentioned it already. But, uh, you know, that, that's another reason why I, I'm right there with you. I like the under in this game. Uh, 48 and a half seems a little high. Yeah, you know, I I believe it when I see it with the the Kyler Murray shoulder thing. And, and I, I do have some concerns, too, and the fact that he's not practicing. I mean, I think it's a good thing if there is an injury and just let it rest. Um, but, I mean, he was dealing with it last week, and they beat an interdivision, you know, decent team by a touchdown. Uh, for them to beat three-point dogs in this game uh, initially just shocked me. I couldn't believe that line. Um, you know, I... I'm going to take the Cardinals here all day um, to be getting three points. I, I expect this game to be super close, but uh, I'm gonna take, whenever I do that, I take teams that have the points uh, in hand. And, you know, this, def- this Cardinals defense has been very impressive this year. And the Browns, we saw it last week. You know, they're, they're, vulnerable, they're vulnerable in the secondary. It's hard to run on this team. And Card- it's a good matchup for the Cardinals because you know they're not a run first team. They're Kyler. Kyler has enough agility. You know he's, his legs aren't hurt to evade this superior Browns pass rush. And I just think it, overall it's a good matchup. Um, I, I was thinking about Cardinals money line here, but I'll I'll just I'll just take the three points. But um, I feel great about it. Okay, uh, guys. Next game up, we've got the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, taking on the Denver Broncos. Uh, Broncos are three and a half point favorites at home here, uh, and the over/under in this one is set at 44. Uh, obviously, the news broke on Monday with John Gruden uh, being fired for uh, some insensitive emails uh, that he sent. So, um, you know, without getting into the politics of it all too much, obviously this Raiders team is in uh, quite a bit of turmoil, uh, and that uh, will translate to some effect. Uh, uh, their play on the field, in my opinion, I, I like the Bron- uh, Broncos here minus three and a half. Uh, you know, couple a uh, couple tough games in a row for this team. Um, you know, a couple losses. I after a really hot start. I think this is uh, when they get back on track, especially at home in front of their own fans and uh, this Raiders team uh, with you know quite a bit on their mind uh, this week. Maybe they're not a hundred percent focused. Uh, I think this uh, defense is able to take care of a, a lackluster um, effort from the Raiders is what I expect, and uh, I think they're able to cover the three and a half. Yeah, you, I, I think you could say John Gruden could have used some like Maylock. Uh, you know, that could have helped him out. You know, great sponsor, you know, big, great sponsor. You they know? take care of you. They, they take they protect care of you. you. Keep you protected. Um, this is a game I want to stay away just because of that. Um, you know, I'd like to assume the assumption going in that, you know, uh, Raiders assistant coach is going to be taking over and assume that he's going to be doing, um, having similar play calling that Gruden did, um, keep it pretty status quo to what they have been doing. I mean, it has been working for the Raiders. They've, they've been pretty solid so far, but, um, you know, it's, Something something tells me the Broncos are going to come out here and uh, just take advantage of uh, maybe maybe a sh- a shaken up Raiders team right here. So uh, you know I think this is a good line honestly three and a half points. Uh, the, this this Broncos team uh, you know they they didn't look great this past week, but you know Teddy Bridgewater just got back in after that concussion. So um, you know maybe he just needed a week to get back um, and acclimated to it, but. Uh, I'm going to side with the Broncos. Uh, I think this is a good line, though, so I'm going to stay away. Yeah, uh, I'm with you guys. I'm going to take the Broncos here, but uh, th- there's just so many variables. I, I, I can see the Raiders coming out a little rejuvenated. Um, you know, I, I'm sure that's just a big relief off everyone's shoulders there that, you know, they've moved, John Gruden's moved on, and, you know, they're probably looking to come out strong here and put it all behind them because, I mean, they're. They're a three and two team, um, same as the Broncos. Uh, I know, I know. Probably the deciding factor here is just how hard it is to play. Uh, I know these are division games, and Derek Carr has had a lot of experience playing in Denver, but um, especially early on in the year, it's hard for teams to go in there and, and win. Uh, three and a half points, though, I think is a really really good line, and it's uh, you know if it was maybe three, um, you know I'd be very confident about the Broncos here, but. Three and a half has me sort of tilting, um, but I'm still going to stick with the Broncos. 
I, I think ultimately, uh, you know, I think they try to instill the run game here. They, they've been looking a little bit better each week. I know they got a good offensive line, but um, I, I think they they try to get Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams going here and, you know, try to control the clock and help out their defense. That That's pretty good. So um going to lean to Broncos. All right, guys, next game up, we've got the Dallas Cowboys taking on the New England Patriots in Foxborough, where the Patriots are four-point dogs at home. Uh, Over-under in this one set at 51.5. Guys, for my money, I like the Cowboys in this one. Uh, I think they should be able to cover the minus four, but uh, I think my bigger bet here would be on the under. I just expect Bill Belichick to... uh, be able to uh, keep this Cowboys team from running absolutely rampant on them at home. That 51.5 number seems just very high for me uh, in a home game with, uh, you know, a defense of the Patriots caliber. Um, You know, I I just think it's going to be a much closer game, uh, you know, tightly contested, and uh, I I don't see it being as wide open as this 51.5 line seems to indicate. Uh, You know, I expect... Uh, Patriots try to establish the run early, uh, try to eat clock and control the game, keep their defense off the field. Uh, and, and, you know, this, this Patriots defense has a lot of playmakers on it. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Uh, obviously not the best uh, outing last week against the Texans on the road, but I think they bounce back at home and, uh, you know, play well. But ultimately, I'm still thinking the Cowboys are going to cover here. Yeah, I love the Cowboys here. Um, four points. Uh, I think... I was a little surprised that wasn't higher. Um, the Cowboys are just straight dominating teams. Um, they, I say it every week. Uh, just so impressed with what Kellen Moore is drawing up, offensive uh, offensive game plans. You know, who knows? They, they could come out here run the ball like they've done. You know, the last three or four weeks, or they could throw the ball. I, I think they're going to have success at either or. Um, depending on, you know, I think their, their game plan is going to be dictated on what the Patriots show on the defensive side. And, you know, the Patriots defense historically has been very good. And, and I know they were very good against the Bucks, uh, two weeks ago, but you know, they, they, they weren't great against the saints and they weren't great against the Texans. So I, I mean, I, maybe, maybe this defense isn't as good as we originally thought. Um, I, I, I just don't see Mac Jones has been impressive, but I just don't see Patriots having enough run game uh, to keep up with the Cowboys and to keep the Cowboys' offense off the field, which is how they've beaten teams. They're just pounding a ball on these teams and they're deep wearing out the defenses and controlling the game. And, you know, I see that happening here as well. I, I, being on the road, I don't think it matters too much. I I love the Cowboys here, minus four. Yes, I'm right, I'm right there with you. Um, you know, they – it seems to be that the Cowboys are better on both sides of the ball right now. Uh, defense is looking pretty good, um, but, uh, you know, I know Trayvon Diggs missed uh, practice today uh, with his ankle injury. Uh, he didn't he, miss he's that been, pick last week. He, he <laughs> did not. He's been just on fire. Uh, that's a guy you can't really stop. Maybe the ankle injury is the only thing that can stop him at this point. But, uh, you know, this Cowboys team just seems like they've been too good um, to really stop right now, uh, offensively, uh, I mean, defensively, you know, they've been, they've been a lot better. Um, I, I have a tough time seeing this Patriots team being able to keep it real close here. Uh, but you know, it, they're at home, Bill Belichick, you know, he always draws something up and I'm sure this Cowboys team, he's got something special going for them. So this is going to be one. I, I think I'm going to stay away, but I, I really do think that the Cowboys should be able to cover this four points. No problem. So yeah, it should, uh, should be an interesting game. We'll, we'll see, uh, you know, defensive mastermind, Bill Belichick against, uh, the offensive juggernaut of the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, Cowboys are fun to watch right now. So it uh, should be an intriguing game. Uh, next game up, guys, we've got the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. This game is in Pittsburgh, where the Steelers are five-point favorites, uh, with an over-under set pretty low at uh, 42 and a half. Um, guys, it's going to be no Russell Wilson for this game. Uh, he's out with that uh, broken finger, so we're going to see Geno Smith under center uh, for the Steelers. You know, for me, guys, uh, this uh, five points that the Steelers are given is uh, just a little bit too much for my liking. Um, you know, 
Gino did not look awful uh, in relief of Russell Wilson last week uh, when he came in against the Rams, you know, a tough defense. And, um, you know, he's got 10 days to prepare for this game, the long week, so uh, that's a nice silver lining uh, to the Russell Wilson uh, injury cloud. But, uh, yeah, ultimately, I, I'm just thinking that Geno Smith is able to do enough against uh, the Steelers uh, team to be able to keep it uh, relatively close. Um, I, I, I'm really not quite certain that the Steelers' offensive explosion that we saw uh, against the Broncos last week was uh, was really the true form of this team. A lot of people are starting to say, oh, Big Ben's back, and, and now the Steelers are going to go on a roll. I'm, I'm pumping the brakes a little bit on that. I think the Steelers are probably a little bit closer to what we saw for the first uh, quarter of the season rather than last week. So uh, give me the St- uh, Seahawks plus the five. Not sure they'll win, but uh, you know this game isn't going to be high scoring and uh, should be tight throughout. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, I who knows who has the better quarterback in this matchup? Because uh, Geno Smith can get it down the field. Uh, you saw he did not play bad um, filling in for Russ on short notice. And, I mean, their defense didn't play bad last week at all. And the Rams are very pro, uh, proficient offensive team. And you know, I think they held them to 24 points. So, I, I you know, I, I, I'm going to take the Seahawks here all day, um, getting five points against a team that has, you know, what, four out of five games has looked very bad on offense. Um, I just I just think this is going to be a close one. Grind it out. Um, the 40, 42 and a half over underline screams that. Um, but yeah, give me the give me the the team with the points in the the week the longer week to prepare. Yeah, I've been kind of conflicted in the sense that uh, do I really want to bet on Geno Smith and the Seahawks here? And you know, I I kind of decide I I am going to do that. You know, this this seems like too many points. Geno has. He did step in. Uh, he looked all right, like not not quite Russell Wilson, but you know he was able to move the ball. Uh, he loved DK Metcalf, that was for sure. And you know, I I still think the Steelers' defense is being very overrated right now. And this over under at forty two and a half, I might, I might be leaning over on this one actually. You know, uh, these are two not great defenses right now. Uh, and you know, if the Steelers do keep having this offensive explosion maybe it'll be over I, I'm I haven't decided on that one yet but I'm, I'm leaning there but it, all, all it is you know um, Seahawks have just uh, I think they'll have a good game plan coming out with Gino uh, yeah like you said he's got a long time to be able to prep for this and you know I wouldn't be surprised if Seahawks pull up an upset here in Pittsburgh uh, the Steelers seems just not seem the Seems great to me um, on either side of the ball. Uh, not at least what we've seen out of Steelers teams in the past. Yeah, um, Sunday Night Football. I mean, you know, maybe yeah, with some of the injuries, not uh, not the game we were expecting uh, at the start of the year. But uh, I, I still think there's uh, enough intrigue here to to warrant a watch. I'll, I'll be tuning into this one just to see, uh, you know, how both these teams look and see if the Steelers can kind of capture on some of that momentum uh, that we saw them uh, exhibit last week against the Broncos. All right, uh, finally, guys, it's Monday Night Football. It's the Buffalo Bills hot off of that uh, big win against the Kansas City Chiefs. They are taking on the Titans, uh, who are six-point dogs at home, and the over-under in this one set at 54. Uh, Adam, I'll turn it over to you. Uh, What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I love the Bills here. Um, You know, I've Locked them up the last two weeks is my lock. Uh, I would have done it a third week, but you know I, I can I can bet on somebody else. And you know I I'll, getting getting the juice with the Chargers uh, sort of took me off the Bills. But um, either or, I still love the Bills here. This Titans defense really really has been unimpressive. I think they're one of the weaker units in the league. Um, so I just see the Bills. I, I don't see the Titans being able to stop the Bills on defense whatsoever. So Bills go up to a big lead, uh, having Julio back. Uh, uh, another week of A.J. Brown. Hopefully he, he looked a little hobbled last week, but he should be full strength by now. Um, you know, I, I love the Bills here. I, I think they're just going to win in a barn burner, um, still cover the the six points. But I also like the over here. 50, 50, 54 is a big number, but this Bills offense, you know, looks flat unstoppable right now and the, the titans defense is not a unit that's gonna um you know put up much of a fight and yeah i think some of the 
offensive pieces back for the Titans. It's going to help them put up some points. So I, I definitely think that this 54 line, uh, not high enough for me, I'll bet in the over, especially Monday Night Football. We've seen some barn burners on Monday Night yeah. Football this year. So, Oh, yeah, we have. And, you know, kind of kind of mention it, since you mentioned the A.J. Brown thing, I know they had him on a snap count last week. Um, probably expect full amount of snaps there. Not sure what they're going to do with Julio, but he's starting to practice again. Um, but... Is it weird, guys, that I feel more confidence about this Titans team competing with the Bills than the Chiefs competing with the Bills last week? Is, is that crazy? Like, I, I, I feel better about the Titans than I did about the Chiefs last week. Uh, but I'm, what a world! But I, I'm still gonna side with the Bills here. Uh, they're just too good on both sides of the ball. That defense is Gregory just Saul, man. Whew, oh, what a rookie draft pick! Yeah, so good. Oh, this is. This is this is a team to beat right now in the AFC. Um, somehow the Steelers were able to do it week one. No idea how still, but, you know, uh, we'll, we got past that. Um, but, uh, you know, the Titans, you know, they're, they're starting to get a little healthier, um, but I don't see them being able to stop this Bills offense. And, you know, I, I've got question marks on this Titans offense to be even with uh, A.J. Brown and Julio to be able to compete with the bills for a full full 60 minutes of football so you know I, i'll side with the bills i i probably won't touch this game overall but uh you know i, I think the bills are gonna come in and just be able to roll them over yeah i'm with you guys here um i typically i'd be worried about a little bit of a letdown game for the bills uh just after i mean that was uh that chiefs game is definitely the one they probably had circled on their calendar uh before the season started and um you know, always, always the chance for a letdown. But I mean, this Titans team has shown me nothing this year. I, I don't know. I had really high hopes for them. I thought they were kind of the third team in the AFC that was going to be kind of that, uh, you know, uh, contender and, and push for uh, you know one of the spots in the AFC title game. But uh, uh, it they're they're a borderline playoff team right now at best. I I don't like what I've seen at all. I mean, that defense was always their Achilles heel. Uh, but they look like they've gotten worse, and all of a sudden, uh, a few injuries on the offensive side of the ball, and and they look completely lack, lackluster. And like you said, guys, Bills, everything is clicking for them right now. Um, the fact that this is only six is kind of surprising to me. I I think the Bills are uh, in a position where they're going to whoop on just about everybody in the AFC. So um, I would jump on this uh, this six points while you can. Give me the Bills. All right, guys, well, that'll wrap up our uh, week six picks. Uh, just to recap our lead pipe locks for the week, we've got the Chargers money line from Adam. Uh, I'm just going to take mine. Uh, <laughs> Bucks minus six and a half, and then, Robbie, give us the recap on yours again. All right, so we're, we're, we're going at least at least nine and a half points over and under the, the line for that London game. So it's over 56 and a half or under 37 and a half. And, you know, if one of them hits, you know, even odds. So, good payout. All right. <laughs> um, our consensus eliminator this week, uh, we're going with the Colts right now, guys. We, we still feel good about that? You know, I don't feel great about it, but Robbie made a good point. You know, this is probably the only opportunity we can to use the Colts. And they're the second highest favorite. So, in their home team, I like it. Yeah, they should be able to get the job done at home, even if they can't cover that eight and a half spread. I mean, um, it'd be a really disappointing home loss for them, that's for sure. Uh, guys, let's uh, take a look then at our podcast parlay. So, um, you know, obviously we're all very we talked about this very confident in the Bucks on uh, Thursday night football to cover the six and a half. Uh, we all love the Chargers uh, plus the three points. Uh, you guys were on a money line. Can we convince you to go money line here, like we did last week with the Bills? Do do we want to do that? I, I, two out of three will get the vote. So um, if you're saying money line, I, I would prefer the three points. But I mean, it worked for the Bills last week, so I'll follow you guys if you're if you're feeling it. Oh yikes! That comes down to me, doesn't it? Oh, it uh, always does. You know, I felt more. I'm, a lot I'm fine about way. the Bills. Mo- I felt a lot better about the Bills money line last week, but. Um, you know, I, I I could play along with the Chargers money line here. I'm good with it. Let's let's do it. We need a we need a we need a little extra juice here. Shake it up. <laughs> uh, I got the juice now. 
And then, uh, guys, are we thinking Panthers money line for our third? Do we still want to go with that? Yeah, I'm I'm good with it. I I just don't think that Vikings team team is on the same level, especially if Christian McCaffrey's playing. Yep, you've been fading the uh, fading the uh, Vikings for a few weeks here now, Adam. So um, you've got a good feel for it. So if you if you're liking the Panthers, then I say we roll with it. Um, okay, well uh, that'll do it for the show, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back same time next week for our uh, week seven uh, preview. We'll recap all, all our week six bets. But uh, until then, good luck with the gambling this week, and uh, we'll talk to you later.